The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Matthew. What? Matthew. What? Matthew. What? Season 2 of Flash is coming up just around the corner. Woo! The Flash! He's back! It's a flashback! He flashes back! So, uh, The Flash premieres Mm -hmm. uh, coming up in just a couple of weeks, just around the corner, and that means our flashback episodes Mm -hmm. are going to be returning over to members.majorspoilers.com. Flashback. Yeah. So, here's what we got so far. We have the synopsis for the first episode of Flash Season 2. Ooh. Remember how Barry went up into the singularity? Yes, he ran up uh, into the singularity and and the season ended? Yeah. Well... Picking up months after the singularity, singularity attacked Central City, Barry, Wait. played by Grant Gustin, is still struggling to forgive himself for Eddie's death. Concerned about putting his friends in danger, Barry has pushed everyone away and has chosen to protect the city on his own. When a metahuman named Adam Smasher, guest star <gasps> Adam Copeland, attacks the city, Iris, played by Candace Patton, tells Barry that he needs to let his friends help him protect the citizens of Central City. Meanwhile, oh. Cisco, played by Carlos Valdez, helps Joe, Jesse L. Martin, with his meta task force. Whoa. What do you think about that? That's, well, that's exciting on like three levels. Okay, first level? First level, Adam Copeland used to be Edge, 10-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion of the World. Really? Yes. Adam Copeland is the wrestler formerly known as Edge. Secondly, Mm -hmm. Barry is probably having his Dark Knight Returns crisis, which could well, probably be the, the whole season for us. We have seen the Flash signal appear. A big old uh, Batman-like signal appear in the trailer. Yeah. And third, and this is really cool, uh-huh. Cisco mm-hmm. stepping up to be like officially the head nerd guy after the loss of Professor Ed Zoom. Who uh, who will be back in some way, shape, or form this season. Well, Tom, Tom, uh, Tom Ed will yes. be back. Uh-huh. What's his name? Tom something. Tom Tucker. Tom Tucker. I don't remember. Not Tom Tucker will be back. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the idea of Cisco really stepping up to be the new big brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like it a little bit less than the idea of Caitlin stepping up to be the really big brain, but I like the idea of Cisco stepping up to be the really big brain. And I love the fact that we're still going to have Joe and we're still going to have the slowly growing on me Iris interaction, mm-hmm. which is good. I think that. Well, and this is the thing, knowing where uh, that other CW super show is now. Yes. Their second season had some elements that I think would be interesting to explore in a super powered Barry format mm-hmm. where you're like, I, I got really grim and gritty and dark for a while. Well, speaking of things getting dark in the next season, Zoom is going to be the big bad. Zoom. Zoom is being played by the uh, or voiced by the uh, the guy that does the Candyman voice. Tony Todd. I believe that's his name. The, to- the big, tall. Tony Todd. Yeah, he was Candyman. He was grown-up Benjamin Sisko on Deep yeah, yeah, Space yeah. Nine. Tony he Todd. Was Worf's, that's exactly who Worf's brother. Yes, yeah. that is exactly who will be playing that. Love that guy. He's uh, in the Final Destination movies. He's kind of an embodiment of death. Yes, uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm a little He's upset that we're not seeing 
what happened when Barry went into the singularity. I'll bet you. I'll bet you that we get that played out over the season, mm-hmm. kind of like we did last season. Yeah. Where we saw we saw the cyclotron explode. Right. We saw Star Labs go kaflui and we saw the whole thing break up. And then over the season we went back and we're like, oh, and also Professor Stein was there, mm-hmm. and this is what happened. And by the end of the season, we had the real full scoop on what happened with that explosion. Yeah. I think that the story of how Barry, you know, beat that singularity is probably one that they're going to use as a long-term story hook because again mm-hmm. he's they're talking about he's he's upset Eddie died he thinks he's putting his friends in danger something happened with the singularity you know season 2 episode 9 is going to be Barry sitting down and going Iris I have to tell, you what, tell you what happened and then we're going to the get Jay Garrick Jay Garrick's coming this season I can't wait yes. for that But first, just a little hint, if people know what we do on Flashback, we talk a little bit about some of the characters and things in the back history and the story and all that. Let's really quick talk Mm -hmm. about Adam Smasher, Albert Rothstein. Yes. First Uh, appearance, Infinity Inc. number one, 1982. Sure, of of that character, although Adam Smasher uh, was created by uh, Roy Thomas and Jerry Ordway in All-Star Squadron number 23. Ooh, that's true. He did appear before Infinity Inc. number one. Sorry. Yes. That was back when he was Nuclon. I bought well, that and see, book. And see, here's the, the problem. States. Here's the problem. Um, he acquired his metahuman powers to mm-hmm. control his size and molecular structure, allowing him to alter his size density body. He got that mm-hmm. from his grandfather, a reluctant supervillain known as Cyclotron. Right. Who and then he fought nearly crime. killed the original Adam. Yes, and he fought crime as Nuclon and then later Adam Smasher. But mm-hmm. it looks like in this se- season, or at least in this series, he's not a good guy. He's the cyclotron nuke uh, guy. Mm, could be interesting. Yeah. Well, if we if we hypothesize a universe where he got his powers from cyclotron, mm-hmm. but there was no Infinity Incorporated sons and daughters of the mm-hmm. Justice Society to you know keep him on the straight and narrow. Maybe this is something where Al is a good guy at heart. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. When you cast someone like Adam Copeland, you do kind of have an expectation that there's going to be something going on. Because Adam Copeland is a, a, you know, he's a pretty big deal in the right circles. Yeah. He's, he's I, I'd call him, he's the wrestling equivalent of like Nathan Fillion. Hmm. And if you cast your your Adam Copeland, maybe we'll actually get an arc out of this character. Maybe he'll be part of something bigger. Would be cool. Which with Jay Garrick in play, hey, and we've got Jay Garrick coming. We've got um, who else? Hawk is coming? Girl. Hawk. No, the, well, yes, Hawk Girl and Hawkman are both coming uh, yep. this this season as part of a crossover event with Arrow. Before leading up to DC Legends of Tomorrow, I'm going to bet Tomorrow. that we see Tomorrow. Rip Hunter show up. We're going to probably see more of the Adam uh, show up. Ray Palmer show up. Uh, mm-hmm. This is. I, I firmly believe that we are getting set up for a justice society. I believe so, too. And I think that having Al Rothstein come in as a villain, maybe a misguided villain of a, a bad guy. Well, with wasn't, a heart. wasn't there something in the JSA series early on after he got his face messed up where um, he was angry and lashing out at everybody and, and kind of doing some bad guy things? Or you're, am I thinking I think of somebody you're, else? You're agglomerating him with Damage, who is actually the genetic child of Al of uh, Albert Pratt, the original Adam. Ah, but so maybe that's he what's going did, on. Did Al Rothstein did team up with Black Adam when mm-hmm. Black Adam did his sort of face turn and took over Condock? Rothstein, Al was one of um, 
basically his his uh, Praetorian Guard. It was Al and the Brainwave and Northwind were all working with Black Adam because they felt like the JSA didn't go far enough in dealing with crime. This was after Albert lost his mom. Mm. His mom died in uh, some sort of so maybe that's what we're seeing. Accident. Maybe that's what we're seeing here. I hope that's what we're seeing because yeah. I mean Adam Smasher is a cool character. Adam Copeland is a decent actor and somebody I think could deliver some some depth. If you've seen him on like Haven, mm-hmm. uh, don't ever watch the Highlander movie that he was in. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you had to, you can see that he at least has he's got some acting chops. And of course, you know, fifteen years in the WWE, he knows how to elicit a reaction from a crowd. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited about the idea of Adam Smasher being a, a long term part of the cast or the extended cast, maybe. Now, Flashback is a show that focuses on uh, The Flash, the television series, but the way that the the TV universes are coming together, uh, we need to really quickly talk about, my name is the Green Arrow. No, you got to say it. See, my name is the Green Arrow. My name's the Green. Hi, my name's the Green Arrow. When I was a kid, I was washed up on an island and I uh, had to uh, survive. My mom was washed up on an island by something impossible. And then then things happened and I have the power of the arrow. I am the Green Arrow. So Oliver, played by Stephen Amell, and Felicity's Emily Bett uh, Richards, uh, Richards uh, blissful getaway is cut short when Thea, played by Willa Holland, and Laurel, played by Ka- uh, Katie Cassidy, pay them a visit and tell Oliver they need his help back in Star City. The city has been attacked by, quote-unquote, ghosts, assassins led by a dangerous man named Damien Dark, guest star Neil McDow- uh, Dona, McDonough, McDonough. However, when Oliver returns, Diggle, played by David Ramsey, makes it very clear that he doesn't want Oliver on the team. <laughs> Way to go, Diggle. Yeah, Diggle with his Diggle's Magneto hit mask head helmet. Dude, look, let it this go. season we're getting uh, Mr. Terrific. Yes. On uh, which I'm, on I'm the really arrow, at. which is interesting because um Adam Smasher and Mr. Terrific, or um what was his name? Um always uh playing fair or fair play. What was his name? That was Mr. Terrific. Yeah. yeah. They were JSA members way yep. back in the day. So I'm just thinking between these two shows and DC Legends of Tomorrow, which I think is going to have, I mean, it's all time travel stuff related. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see JSA stuff popping up. And even though, even though uh, Diane Nelson's comments this past week were more about the movie universe and the television universe crossing over. Right. I still think Supergirl over at CBS is going to make an appearance, or at least some of those characters are going to cross over into the CW universe. I'm kind of hoping so. And here's something else to keep in mind. Okay. DC has a grand tradition of separate Earths with separate continuity. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have no problem with the JSA because that would make the Flash Arrow world an Earth 2 type yes. fling. Uh-huh. And then you have, you know, your movie world where you have the theoretically an Earth 1 thing, even though the other came first. That's why the first one is Earth 2. It's tradition. We're so talent driven, said Diane Nelson, who's the president of DC Entertainment. The focus on a single universe of characters with connected storylines could up hand, could end up handcuffing our creators into trying to work with the same storyline or force them to hold back characters or introduce certain characters. Ultimately, it hinders the ability for someone like showrunner uh, Bruno Heller to come mm-hmm. in and create Gotham. So she's more that. than I happy mean, saying, hey, look, these these are all their own universes. We don't have to run like Marvel and make everything part of the same universe. And that was a big concern, you know, when Edgar Wright left yes. Ant-Man uh-huh. was that he led he left because he was being creatively handcuffed to a centralized vision. Right. So 
I think that it's a different approach, and I'm glad that they're taking that approach because, honestly, the crossovers that we're seeing feel like they make sense within the world. Mm-hmm. You know, Arrow did two two seasons, spun out The Flash. Then we had The Flash and Arrow kind of working together. It's much like what we saw in The Silver Age where all of a sudden Barry found Earth 2. Yep. And then we built on those stories. Yep. My only concern is seeing characters twice. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, if if we have somebody come around, say, the Ray Palmer Adam. Well, no, I think the, the biggest thing that we're seeing right now that's that's going to be the screw up. And I think the big disconnect for people are mm-hmm. we've got a Flash who's on the movies in the Justice League movie. And then we've right. got Grant Gustin, who's Flash on the television series. And they're both going to be a Barry Allen Flash because mm-hmm. people at DC love Barry Allen more than their moms. What? You know, this is the thing. You Who know would love their read, mom more than Barry Allen? You read a Marvel comic, and it becomes clear that <laughs> Marvel loves Luke Cage more than anyone they've ever met. Yep. DC loves Barry Allen more than anyone they've ever met. And mm-hmm. that's fine. That's fine. If I were running DC Entertainment, it'd be Crisis on Infinite Matter Eater Lads. Yep. So I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. But I think that if they play their cards right, I think that a Supergirl tie to those CW shows, if done in a way that makes, first of all, the production house and the network, I think the network is going to be the big one happy. I think that would be great. And if it doesn't happen, or if they're able to, you know, do the old school hint thing, like mm-hmm. remember the Rutland Vermont yeah, stories? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, they- what they... When they say, like, in uh, the Superman movie, oh, it's not like you're some crazy mass vigilante like that guy in Gotham. Right. Or if they do something where, you know, uh, what I'd really love to see is have a story start on Arrow mm-hmm. and end on Supergirl and not discuss it as a crossover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Have, you know, Arrow fight a bad guy, the bad guy disappear, all of a sudden that bad guy shows up in whatever city Kara's in. Mm-hmm. I cannot get used to the fact that they're they're pronouncing it Kara. Yeah, that's all right by me. Well, I have no problem with it. I'm going to say Kara because here's the, here's the reason why. I also don't say Krypton, and Krypton is the way that they pronounced it apparently at DC and in the original Superman movie. Marlon Brando says Krypton, hmm. and to me, I always say Krypton. That's what I say, too. Yeah. Listeners, if you want to hear more Flash talk, in-depth talk about the characters, the episodes, the um, real life, or the, I shouldn't say real life, the comic book influences <laughs> that influences that week's episode, then you're going to want to become a Major Spoilers VIP member. If you're already a VIP member, don't worry about it. The shows are going to show up at members.majorspoilers.com. But if you want access to these shows, you need to become at a minimum, a bronze uh, level member at Major Spoilers, two bucks a month. And just your two bucks a month, if you just want to get this, is going to get you however many shows there are this season. 23 episodes, yeah. however many it is. And who knows? Figure, we may that's... be talking about some of the other shows coming up, including DC's Legends of Tomorrow and maybe Arrow, if I can get caught up to the season before it starts. Arrow, Arrow, Arrow. So, Arrow. Flash uh, Season 2 premieres October 6th at 2015, and we're going to see Arrow premiere the night after October 7th, 2015 on the CW. We're going to be there. We're going to be watching stuff. You'll be watching the uh, the flashback posts over at Majorspoilers.com, but you're only going to get this podcast at members.majorspoilers.com. We'd really appreciate that uh, you sign up, check out this show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Take care. We'll see you soon. 
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.